Hello, welcome to Dassault Systems Podcast 3D Design and Engineering. Are you agile? Is your company's software design engineering team agile? Do they have the flexibility and ability to adapt to today's ever-changing market and user demands? Expected and unexpected demands from consumers create a constant dynamic and shifting marketplace. Being able to keep one's balance while reacting to the evolving demands and product needs will be key to long-term success. And to discuss this topic, with me today is Karine Cos-Gobinet. She is the leader for the software solutions on the high-tech team here at Dassault Systems. She has 20 years experience with our customers in the world of systems and software engineering. Welcome, Corinne. Hello, Matthew. Thank you for the invitation. Welcome. So let's dive right in and get started. Corinne, what we wanted to talk with you about is software-driven innovation. Can you introduce us to the importance of this subject and set it up for our listeners? Well, sure. So today, more and more products are becoming smarter and connected. And that's happening in many, if not all, industries. Of course, consumer electronics, vehicles and aircrafts, but also, you know, household equipment, shoes, you name it. And because software is what makes those products smart, like, you know, a smartphone, it's not just a phone because it's a portable computer in which you have full of very useful apps. Software is also what actually connects products to others and to the cloud. So this lets your device share your habits for more personalized experiences. And you can also connect to your devices remotely to make them work for you, like if you have a home automation system. Ooh, a home automation system, I would love to have that. And I guess for the OEMs, I'm betting that they are finding this very interesting as well? Yes, absolutely. You know, software is enabling OEMs to be more innovative and deliver new functions and services at any time. It is possible to connect to your customers with a new feature update or app every day to make their experience with your device a never-ending pleasure or a new thing. And finally, software allows to adapt a product uniquely to a customer. Like on a phone, they can install the apps they want on their smartphone and configure the look and feel to look exactly like they want. So that phone is uniquely theirs. Cool. Well, thanks, Corinne. Can, can you tell us about the main challenges OEMs have around the software-driven innovation? Yes. Well, you know, software is a different thing than hardware. It's much simpler to do because you don't have to actually build a physical thing. You can just write your code, compile it, and test it as many times as you want with no more cost than the time it actually took to do it. But when you want to make dozens or even thousands of software developers work together and collaborate, because they need to get one complex software system to work or even get system of systems to work together, then you, you can't just rely on this method of think, code, and test. So this is where you really need to tackle the complexity. You need to have higher systems thinking. You need to do modeling of your system and your software. And you need to properly govern this. So to ensure that everybody is working in sync and in the same direction. So the key issue for our customers is really how to transform into software companies how to learn to manage that transition to, to very software-intensive products, and how to manage that software they're going to have to do that makes the product smart and in sync with the physical product it's delivered on. 
Well, it sounds like a very uh, big challenge. Can you extend on the synchronization of software with other engineering disciplines? Well, yes, of course. Now, a product is made of hardware. You have its enclosure, you know, what makes it look, but also you have everything inside, the electronics and the chips that actually put a computer inside your product. Now, the embedded software is then installed on that hardware, on the printed circuit board and on the chips. And then there's also a layer of software that's not embedded, but that's applicated on top of it. They can be running also in the cloud or on apps on your devices. So that's a lot of software. And you need to manage the compatibility of that software with the hardware it runs on. Now, for instance, you take a smartwatch. You can add some service to measure steps and calories spent, but only if that watch has the proper movement sensor. Or you assume you want to measure the distance a person travels. Well, you can do that only if you have a GPS tracker on the watch. So you can add features by software to your devices, but only if they can provide the right hardware, that is the right sensors, to get that information. So the, the software can only do things that have been planned and built inside of the hardware? Well, yes. Well, you cannot make a product do things if it wasn't planned somewhere in its hardware. So you need to manage that, to manage what your product is going to do in one single place, enabled by both software and hardware. Companies even sometimes decide to put sensors in the device that are not used immediately. They might be used later in the product's life. And because they cannot add the sensor once the device is delivered, well, you know, it's much easier to update the software to do more things if the hardware is there at the beginning. And it's also much more economic to integrate upfront the hardware. Okay, so how do companies go about accomplishing that? Well, we have seen this need to manage the hardware and the software components of a product together. Product managers and engineers need to be connected and to work in a common digital framework where hardware and software are co-designed and co-simulated. But today, software is being managed in a very agile way, where you develop by small increments, focusing on the most valuable features first. Software teams are used to work in their own way with their own tools. So what they do is that they connect those agile teams and help them stay in sync with the global product teams, while those may use other development methods. Our customers, especially in the telecom equipment domain, have to deal with new technologies like 5G. And this demands both agility and security in the equipment quality. So they are deploying things like SAFE, the Scale Agile Framework, or other such frameworks, to actually allow this management of the whole product offering while encouraging agility and innovation in the teams. Well, thank you, Corrine, very much for your time today out of your hectic schedule, and we're reaching the end of the podcast today. Do you have any final remarks to conclude with and share with our listeners? So, well, as a conclusion, I would say this is the main challenge for our customers today. In French, we say, ménager la chèvre et le chou, which is to feed both the cabbage and the goat. Well, translated to the world of engineering, it is how to manage quality and security in your product and at the same time deliver great customer experiences. So this also includes securing the data and secure functioning of the device without compromising innovation and agility of your teams. Okay. 
Great. Well, that was our final question. Very interesting discussion on how to manage software-driven innovation, Corinne. Thank you for your insights, and thanks to everyone for listening in. To find out more how Dassault Systems is helping companies with software-driven innovation, go to go.3ds.com slash SWLM. Also, remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss out on a fascinating episode, all available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and all other major podcast channels. I'm Matthew Hall. Make it a great day. <laughs>